0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: This is the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Broadcast from the studios inside the Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Yes, the Classic Auto Mall is a real mall, just one hour west of Philadelphia at Pennsylvania Turnpike Exit 298, featuring nearly 1,000 classic, vintage, and barn find vehicles for sale under one climate-controlled roof. Now, here's your host, Classic Auto Mall President, and the man with all the toys, Stuart Howden
0: what a nice intro jr I, you know I, I haven't heard that one yet so it sounds makes me sound very important i like that you are important <laughs> very important how are this? good morning to everybody good afternoon whenever yeah. you may be listening or evening or overnight 2 a.m you could be listening to this insomniacs we welcome you yeah you because know, we're everywhere we're on I mean, where are we available? How about iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, Stitcher? Of course, you had to be on Stitcher. Tune in, Spotify, <laughs> Podcast Index, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And, it, and if you're listening now, you've probably found a pot place, but this, these are other places yeah. you can listen. We also on all are, over we, the
0: place. are we on Buzzsprout, too? Is yes. Something we're
2: on? Yeah, that's actually the hosting place.
0: Ah, got you. So anyway, um, thanks to the Pat Travers Band. Uh, who's out on tour right now. They're touring around. And another band that I want to see that's out there, Mother's Finest. You ever heard of Mother's Finest? No, I haven't. Oh. I don't know where you, don't, where you hide. <laughs> <laughs> you miss all I this I spent
3: stuff. too much time growing up listening to two things, Elvis, Elvis and Bruce. And Bruce. And that
0: was it. So I
3: missed out on some good stuff. And then I thought Van Halen at the time, I, we had this conversation, I yeah. thought Van Halen was for stoners, right. basically. <laughs> well, it was way hard rock, and now <laughs> I can't. I can't stop listening to it.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I tell you what. And what's funny with Van Halen is is that some of their – like their earliest album, Van Halen, Van Halen, was an amazing album when it came out. I mean, it just blew everybody away. Mm-hmm. But, but some of their – like Diver Down was one of their later albums, and it wasn't really very well received compared to some of the other stuff. Yet it's really held up well. There's mm-hmm. a lot of covers on it, but it's held up well. I mean, their music was – it was the party time. Yeah. You know, when Van Halen came to town, it was, you know, exactly. you got extra party supplies. I was pretty straight laced. So it <laughs> sounds like it. No wonder we can't connect on these things. <laughs> anyway, um, so what an amazing, amazing couple of weeks we've had. We have been so busy here with consignments rolling in last month, a hundred and I think it was 112 or 115 consignments through the door. Mm -hmm. that is a lot of vehicles to process and get ready and put out there on the market. And our guys are doing an amazing job. It has become assembly line ish, esque Mm -hmm. esque maybe it's better than ish. Um, that the way that they, they process these cars, we get them in the girls in the office, get in the paperwork, put them in the computer, guys get them photographed and cleaned up if necessary. And, you know, set all the parameters of everything that you do. And, and it's amazing. I mean, I, I, I am surprised when I see how quick these cars get up and get to market, uh, because it's a lot to process. You would think there
3: were 30 people working here. Yeah, there's really not. not. Yeah, a handful of people running everything. It's amazing.
0: The, the nice, the thing I've always liked about this business is it is not labor intensive. Mm -hmm. It doesn't require 30 or 40 people. Right. Could we use some more help? Sure. (laughs) We're like everybody. I mean, you know, listen, we, you know, finding, finding quality help these days is very difficult. I think a lot of people have just, Fallen out of the job market. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to to attribute it to, but it's something. So anyway, not going to get deep into <laughs> that. <laughs> Sorry, I even brought it yeah, up. Except
2: that Costco is also going to lay off and automate or AI. Sure, right? sure, sure, giving out free samples.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I just heard that today. Oh, so. Um, Boy, the last couple of weeks, not only have been busy on consignments, but busy on sales as well. Where might you ask? I always ask that. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. I didn't <laughs> tell you to ask where? that. Where? I'm always sick. I'm always, <laughs> where, Stuart? <laughs> How about Rye, New York, Havertown, Pennsylvania, Poughkeepsie, New York? Now you gotta love to say that. Mm. love it. Brooklyn, Connecticut, Evergreen, Colorado, Allentown, Pennsylvania, Tom's River, New Jersey, Newmanstown, Pennsylvania, Mount Airy, Maryland, La Quinta, California, Glenville, Pennsylvania, Conway, Arkansas, Hummelstown, Pennsylvania, Whitehall, Maryland, Peronin, Poland,
3: that's right. I saw uh, that.
0: York, Pennsylvania, Brighton, Colorado, Reading, Pennsylvania, Palm Coast, Florida, Bechtelsville, Pennsylvania, Ypsilanti, Michigan, Orwigsburg, Pennsylvania, Lancaster, Pennsylvania.
2: That was just in one nice. week. Hello in to room. all my Polish
3: brethren. <laughs> ten, Brothers. Ten states, one foreign country, yeah. Yeah. and For- one one correction. The Y is silent.
0: Oh, I- on Ypsilanti? Ypsilanti. 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 Well, I'll get letters for that podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com. I happen
3: to, to know somebody it. in Conway, Arkansas. You do. So, yeah. I've, really? I've
0: been to Conway, Arkansas many, many times because Branson, Missouri is just north by about two hours of Conway, Arkansas. And sometimes going home to Tennessee, we would go down and okay. catch I-40 and...
3: Katie Sunshine lives in, in Conway. She is the wow. um, hula hoop queen of the of the country. Really, she's fantastic. She was cool in a music day. video, a country music video, about ten years ago.
0: The hula hoop queen. She's amazing. She does things with hula hoops that can <laughs> not be explained. Or it's
3: pretty cool. Yeah, she got some viral videos on YouTube. And
0: uh, I was gonna
3: have her like co host the show or come out.
0: I, I think if you're a, a hula hoop uh, aficionado. <laughs> You might want to check that out, right? That's you know, right, yeah. Hula hoops are not that easy to manipulate. You well, know? she makes it look easy. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can do that. There's a lot to that. Katie you know. Sunshine. Katie Sunshine. Now, that's her real name? Um No. <laughs> Is that her? I won't say it. Uh But anyway, well, good. If you get a chance, check out Katie Sunshine and her hula hoop uh, antics, <laughs> if you will. Just uh last weekend, of course, that will be maybe not last weekend to the listeners, but uh, Meekum just finished up in Harrisburg. Had an amazing turnout of cars, an amazing turnout of people. I mean, it was just packed there every day. I hear it was windy. It too. was very windy. Yeah, they <laughs> had a they had a not so pleasant couple Ouch. of days before the sale and lost a few tents and a mm-hmm. tent pole. Mm-hmm. You know how they say that in a tornado that a piece of straw can be driven through a cinder block. I believe that. Well, aluminum pole, pole drove through. I guess a hotel room. And, oh, uh, one of their staff was staying in the hotel room, and knock on wood although this isn't real wood, uh, there was no injury. It but it came through his brick wall into his room.
3: Apparently, he was there's it was two bed, yeah, and, and it was in the, it came through the other bed, it yeah, it went like, through the other unbelievable. Bed or something.
0: And maybe that's just now become an old wives' tale, or well, yeah, maybe, maybe whisper we'll <laughs> down like, the lane. The pole just banged up against the wall, right. and there's what really happened. It's gotten but, bigger and bigger, yeah, it's gone out of hand. So the pole flew up, hit a 747, <laughs> went through the fuselage, <laughs> crashed into the hotel, <laughs> missed them by five <laughs> five feet. inches, yeah, five mil- micrometers. <laughs> So anyway, but, uh, no, they had a terrible microburst storm there mm-hmm. and uh, did some serious damage to some cars. They damaged 40 and of those 20 were, I think, total. Wow.
3: Yeah, I think a 63
0: yeah, a split, Corvette. Yeah, yeah. a Fuley, uh 63 Ugh. split window, uh Fuley that had a pole just go right through its fiberglass. Brutal. And it was, it was, yeah, I, I felt terrible for him because you don't wish that on anybody to have to go through something like that in business uh, because it's just one of those things that can be a game changer yeah. for your business. And they handled it marvis- marvelously. Mm-hmm. They uh, they announced all the cars that came on the block. They gave some kind of credit towards if you bought them and, and you know, to help fix them. And, you know, a lot yeah. of stuff that they did that, you know, was over above and beyond because that's what you do in situations mm-hmm. like that. You know, we had, uh, the Branson Auto Museum in Branson, Missouri. We had a tornado hit it. No, oh, really? And, uh, lost, I don't know, 15 or 18 cars and we just closed the doors and ran like hell. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, uh, we, um, you know, did everything, worked with insurance companies and our insurance company and, and all that and got everything, everybody whole and everybody right. Sure. And, uh, that's what you have to do in those situations. So hats off to Meekum. Uh, for doing that and uh, an amazing show i i actually was trying to buy a couple of cars and i got outbid on both of them so which is testament <laughs> to them or maybe it's just because i'm too cheap
3: <laughs> no no you have a limit and and you stuck to it good, well good sort
0: you. of sort of <laughs> i try to stick to my limit i you know yeah. it's like anything though it's easy just to do one more
3: it is it is yeah
0: just one more
3: come on you are gonna let a thousand dollars get in the way a yeah, you.
0: hundred dollars Your you're dream car? Be, but you know you realize you know when a guy's bidding a thousand dollars more at the $200,000 level, it's not just a thousand dollars more. Right. Big jumps. And I see guys that are bidding an auction sometimes, uh, like a look of relief when they bid and then they get out and <laughs> they're like, Oh man, maybe I, you know, right, right. So anyway, we've got an auction coming up here, um, uh, September the 15th and, uh, we're looking to, you know, thin the herd a little bit. We have 925 cars mm-hmm. in inventory at this very moment. Right. And, uh, so we're going to do an auction because not because we want to be in the auction business, uh, per se, uh, we just, it's a nice way to thin the herd in a day or so is get a bunch of buyers Mm -hmm. in here, sell some cars, have a little party, do a little dance and make make a little, (laughs) is that Casey? That's Casey in the sunshine. (laughs) Yeah. Really dating. Yeah. yeah, right. Right. But, have uh, you seen
2: Casey lately? By no. The way? He, oh, okay. we'll what's talk he look like? like. No, he's still touring. <laughs> Is he really? We'll
3: check it out after the show. <laughs> He'll
2: probably be here at Hollywood
3: soon.
0: Yeah. I've, we, we're, we're actually working on and We're talking about that. We're doing another casino event coming mm-hmm. up I heard. August the 12th uh, here at the Hollywood Casino, Morgantown. They're going to have cars, live music, beer garden, food trucks from 4 to 8 p.m. That's Saturday, August 12th. And last time we did it, a couple of weeks ago, we took eight cars. Such a success. We're going to take 15 cars Mm -hmm. over there with our truck and trailer. And there's going to be a dragster from Maple Grove, the top fuel dragster there. And then they're also going to have an area for people to bring their own cars, uh, to come and, and display their own cars there. And, uh, so very excited. They're really,
2: that'll be today actually when this is airing. Uh, yes. So if you're local, yeah, get out there right now. Delaware. Hey, come see us this
0: this afternoon. This afternoon. Because if you hear it, the first airing on America's web radio. Which is 10 a.m. on Saturday. Is that when we broadcast?
3: 10 a.m. on Saturday. So, so this would right. be
0: 10 a.m. Saturday the 12th would mm-hmm. be the first airing. You think
2: we of this
0: would show. know that better. <laughs> well, we, we switch stuff around quite a bit. So. Yeah. We've been trying to fine tune our our gojo, our mojo, or whatever it is, our timing when we do this thing. So it's been a moving target. I made these fancy stickers on the front of our right. thing, and we keep changing it. And I have to say in my podcast or in my newsletter that yes, I know that the date is wrong or the time is wrong mm-hmm. or whatever. But until we really settle on a time, speaking of that. Show number one hundred. Congratulations! <laughs> well, show one hundred. Yeah. One hundred. Wait a minute. F- Wait, minute.
3: Wait my, a minute. Where's my? There's <laughs> my.
0: Yeah.
2: That's a very formal applause. And
3: it sounds like a Phil
0: Donahue show yeah. or something.
2: <laughs> or, Studio audience. Yeah.
0: Or, audience. or it sounds like uh, the uh, Kennedy Center Honors. Right. Which, which. I love that show. Do you? That's a great. show. Yes, so 100,
3: 100 episodes. One hundred episodes. Of, episodes. Of yeah, now we haven't done a hundred
0: shows. Right. Because we've done some repeats. Close to it, though. But close, close to it. Yeah. No, we've done
3: quite a few. Probably 75 for yeah, sure. I would,
0: I would think so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyway, back to the auction. Uh, 125 cars. It's going to be September the 15th. Uh, it'll start at 11 a.m. with memorabilia for about an hour. And then the cars will start at noon and they'll run until about four. And there's three different ways that you can bid. You can bid in person. You can bid on the telephone through one of our representatives or you can bid online through proxy bids. And so there's three different ways to bid uh on the cars and there's different, you know, commission structure is different. If you bid online versus in person, I think the buyer's premium is 7% in person and 10% if you bid online. And the reason it's more because we have to pay an outside vendor to allow you to bid online and they have all the software and stuff that do so. Uh, but anyway, we're really, really excited. I think that, uh, not only are we going to have some interesting higher-dollar cars, but we're also going to have some re- very reasonable cars. And we'll get into that in the next segment a little bit of what the inventory is. But uh, uh, we'll have box lunches available for purchase for lunch. And you don't have to get out of your seat. We can serve them right to you uh, in your seat. And we'll have a, a bar as well, too. And uh, and you can pre-bid on proxy bid, which is interesting. So you can literally go on – Starting the Monday the eleventh, I believe 11, 12 13, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Monday the eleventh right. and pre bid, like <laughs> if you were gonna be out of town or not available on a computer, you could go ahead and put your maximum bid in on proxy bid prior to the live auction on Friday, uh, September the fifteenth. And if you if nobody bids higher than you during the auction, you could own it if it's met the reserve. And you say, Well, what does that mean? Well that means that there was most of the cars we have a hand, we have probably a handful that are going to be no reserve meaning they'll sell to the highest bidder regardless mm-hmm. of price most of the vehicles will have a reserve and the what that means is that there is a minimum amount that the seller will accept for the car for sale so let's say a reserve is $50,000 for a car um if it bids to $48,000 then it won't sell so mm-hmm. if you bid to 48,000 that's as high as you're going to go and the guy won't go any lower than 50 then the car will no sale uh and then of course we have a post sale uh area where uh a, we'll have a a, a post sale person who actually you know tries to help set up deals with cars that didn't sell across mm-hmm. the block. Mm-hmm. And so that's an opportunity as well too. So if something if you missed it and it didn't sell on the block, then you certainly have another opportunity to go and talk to somebody about it and, and that thing. So uh when we return, uh we'll talk about some of the uh cars in the auction and some of the other things going on here at the Auction.
4: It's a museum, it's a showroom, it's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes.
3: If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand
0: on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Back with the Classic Automall podcast from Classic mall Studios in beautiful Morgantown, Pennsylvania talking about the uh, casino event and the auction coming up, two big events that we've got uh, going on. Um, our uh, auction event is got some really interesting cars. We just got on consignment a couple of days ago, one of the kind of the stars of the auction, 1917 Packard 7-passenger twin-six touring in beautiful Packard blue, which is like a navy blue, a very dark blue, which would almost come off to some as black. Uh, depending on the lighting and the and the, the scenario, um, but it's really a cool car. And a twin six is basically two inline sixes mated together, um, which maybe it is, maybe it didn't. It <laughs> sounded really good. Um, but uh, it's known ownership from brand new. It was owned by a GE General Electric executive in 1917, bought it new. And then the history of the whole ownership trail is there wow. to see, yeah, and lots of documentation on the car. It's a five four cubic inch side valve V12. Beautiful, beautiful car. 424 cubic inch side valve V12 I already said lots of documentation. And it's often cited that Enzo Ferrari was so impressed with the smoothness of the twin sex <laughs> that he uses inspiration for his own V12 engines later on. Now, is that true or not? I don't know, but it's, it's been said so many times it almost becomes true. And I, and I think there is some truth to it. It's like, you know, you wonder about the the old saying that uh, Enzo Ferrari said the Jaguar XKU Roadster was the most be- beautiful car mm-hmm. ever built. And I don't know if that's true or not because I wasn't there. Right. <laughs> so passed down. I've been told that mm-hmm. many, 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 mm-hmm. many times, but uh, don't know that to be uh, true or not. But anyway, nonetheless, now you say, oh, high dollar Packard Twin 6 V12 uh, car coming to the sale. They're all going to be high-end cars. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. And like I said earlier, there's going to be some no reserve cars. Uh, we've got a little mm. kind of a project, a uh, uh, little Corvair uh, that's mm-hmm. going to run across the block. No reserve, a 1965 Corvair Monza convertible. I saw that, yeah, little blue one. It's a cute little car. needs some needs some help, but uh, it's going to be offered at no reserve. Awesome. Some of our barn finds are going to be mm-hmm. offered at no reserve as well, too. We've got the, our 1908 Oldsmobile Touring. It's actually a 1909, but titled as a 1908, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it is uh, red with brass and just a really cool car. It's no reserve. Our 1918 Buick E50 series sedan, the green one, with the mm-hmm. very tall roof. And uh, we figured that the reason the roof was so tall is because the guys all wore top hats.
3: back. Then. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And no. They, they, <laughs> yes, they did they manufacture cars around hats?
0: Yeah, they could have. You, Maybe.
3: You, yeah. you don't know. You weren't there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the wives' tale.
0: That's the wives' tale. Uh, another 1918, our Cadillac. 57 series touring mm-hmm. our 1925 Cadillac V 63 sedan and our 1940 LaSalle series 50 convertible coupe and our 1948 Cadillac series 61 coupe or sedanette as people like to call those. And those are cool cars. Mm-hmm. All six of those offered at no reserve Great. So it means they're going to sell to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, my partner's a nervous wreck about that, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. We, it's, it, it's cars that uh, we think are it's the right time to come to the market for them, and uh, and we feel like that uh, with the online bidding and the in person bidding that we're going to have the right buyers for it, and hopefully uh, they'll do what they're supposed to do price wise. And if they don't, like I said, it's time we really need to make some space here. We've right. got too many cars in the building, and and I say that you know half tongue in cheek. I mean, we we hardly say we we don't like to say no to somebody that wants to bring a car to mm-hmm. us, but we are getting full. And we are lately, uh, starting to open up some areas that, uh, that are giving us a little more space, which we need.
3: And the cars that you're, you're listing now, a lot of those are on the website now.
0: They're all, most of them are on the website. Yep. So, I mean, and then we got, you know, things that are, you know, like I said, the Corvair reasonable price. We've got a 2007 Saturn Sky convertible, mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, silver. It's a beautiful little car. We got an 89 Jaguar XJS, uh, V12. V12, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another V12. Yep. So that and the Packard. And a uh, 72 Ford Ranchero, all blacked out with the black wheels. And it's really, mm-hmm. it just screams for a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> JR and, likes it. Yeah, JR likes yeah. Rancheros and uh, El Caminos. That's thing. right. And so does yeah. our son, Garrett. He Gentleman's
2: loves. pickup truck. Gentleman's, Gentleman's pickup,
0: pickup truck. truck. My wife can't understand. She's like, either you want a truck or you want a car. Come on. Make up your mind. Come on. Make up your mind. Come on.
3: They have a following, no yeah, doubt. Oh, they have a huge the following. Ford, uh, the uh, Ranchero. Ranchero. Well,
0: yeah. no, the... uh
2: the, more, the later model was a. uh hm uh, hmm. we will we'll just pause while you yeah. <laughs> dead air dead air is good yeah, the, the, uh, why am i blanking i don't it's know s u v ford yeah. And mm-hmm. they made it. They chopped it. The they Explorer. Made it up up. The Expedition. Explorer. Explorer. The Explorer. That no, was sport sport the Sport Track. Sport Track. Woo! Those are
3: nice. That's a you know, long we'll, way to go for we'll that. We'll see some I, I oh, I know, saw, some. I know the editor. We can take that out. <laughs> we'll take that out. We'll edit that out. Yeah. And uh, Truck Nationals happening uh, yeah. last weekend. Last weekend. And uh, <laughs> In Carlisle. And you know, oftentimes there's Sport Tracks out there, which are becoming rare,
0: actually. Yeah, they really are. And they're really neat. I like oh, the yeah, Sport Tracks. I do, too. And they're very popular. I see there's a new Land Cruiser that's coming out. I saw that. Really cool, and I just saw the other day. I hadn't seen one in a while. I know they still make them, or maybe they don't. Maybe this was just a later, later, later model that they've stopped. The Forerunner. Oh, do they still make the Forerunner? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If they do I don't know. Not. Another a, dead air. Another moment. dead air spot. <laughs> Edit that out. I mean, Mark. It. Six, six, cricket's six, six, <laughs> uh, <four>. Forerunners
3: <laughs> are being made again.
0: Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Again. All right. Well, there Think you so. have it. So podcast the Classic Automobile if you want to correct if you it. want to correct
0: us or, or just us say hi did.
3: or just say what's up <laughs>
0: what's up what's up remember those old yeah, commercials yeah, yeah. yeah we were just we were just watching Steve and I were just sitting here watching the old commercial the Nissan commercial what was it drives what was the the tagline oh shoot yeah and it had oh, the no, Mr Miyagi nice guy in it, it and it was Ken and Barbie yeah and Ken gets in a 300ZX a little plastic you know car and drives through the house and picks up Barbie and the uh, Chad with the sweater right, right, right. tied around is right, right, right. sad because Barbie's leaving with Ken, the Army Ranger looking guy, and well,
3: well, they're both there can- There's a blonde Ken, and, yeah, there and, was two kids. and Ken. The, then, yeah, right. then the,
0: the, the Army Ken, right, right, yeah. that's funny, and, uh, and then Mr. enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride yeah. was their campaign. And that was nineteen ninety, we think, yeah, I think so, yeah,
3: I'm looking at the cards. The Mr.
0: Miyagi ish uh, yeah. character, uh, just smiled and laughed it's at the end, great commercial, yeah, it really is, and and. And it's almost as good as the Ferrari Shell commercial, which is the evolution of the Formula One car that it, the car morphs into mm-hmm. uh, during the commercial. And then he pulls up at a Shell station in a modern F1 car. That is, uh, you know, the difference between a modern F1 car and mm-hmm. a 1948 F1 car are light years difference. But
3: they're priced on. about the same
0: yeah, at this point. Yeah, I would say that they probably are. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway. Um, what a great commercial. And, and if you get a chance, watch that Nissan commercial, uh,
3: on with Van Halen Cause we were talking Van about Hound. Van Halen. Yeah. You really got that's me as the up. song yeah.
0: behind it. And that's how we started talking about it. So it's really a cool commercial, but. You know, speaking of Van Halen, do you remember? Did you see the Saturday Night Live skit when Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli were married, and they were at at home with the Van Halens, and at their dinner table they would have roadies all the way around that's the room. Funny. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Eddie would pull out a cigarette, and roadie come up and oh, light that's it. Cool. Yeah, and then and then Eddie say, Oh, I'm getting a little tired, and the, the one roadie call the roadie in the bedroom, dim the lights in the bedroom now, stat, stat, now. That's funny. It was really it was a great it was a great segment, and of course I don't know I haven't seen it since or in a long long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyway uh Van Halen one of my favorite bands of all time.
2: Another exactly. favorite car spot was the uh GTI when they uh did the Beach Boys Little GTO in oh, Germany. Oh, that's right. That I forgotten cool about spot.
0: that. Yeah, Van Halen I lived in Los Angeles in 81, 82, 83 and of course Van Halen was the king of the mountain at then. I mean 83 they headlined the US festival for a million bucks hmm. and uh and which was a lot of money and they they um They were a little rowdy that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) But I met David Lee Roth at the Rainbow Bar and Grill one night, sitting there having a cocktail, and the guy, well, Walks up and orders the same thing. I've probably told this
3: story before. a couple times <laughs> in the hundred shows we've had about about 30.
0: <laughs> 12 times. I've told this story. Sorry, it's, right. it's kind of like it's well, for new listeners. Yeah, for new listeners. For I, those I haven't heard it. Heard there you go. go. Oh, there yeah. you go. So, Do it for me. So my wife, you know, I start telling stories, and you know, I know she's heard them like a hundred <laughs> times, and you just you can feel the rolling of the eye. All right, right. So I'm sitting at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. It's about eight p.m. on a Friday night, which is way early at the Rainbow. It didn't really get cranked it's until true. about eleven. Yeah, two a.m.
3: There'd be a line out the
0: door. Yeah, and uh, I'm sitting there. And I order a Jack and Water, and I'm just sitting there. I'd early for some reason. I'd been to the Hamburger Hamlet, my favorite place to eat, mm-hmm. which was cheap and kind of classy. So right, right, felt like I was, you know, I was a kid. I was <clears throat> 19, 20 years old. Chocolate
3: cake. Remember the chocolate? Cake? Oh my god! Giant <laughs> slice of chocolate. <laughs> Everybody knows.
0: And, that. and I was a kid, and and uh, but I was getting into the bars somehow, and uh, I'm sitting there, order a Jack and Water, and the guy come up comes up next to me and orders a Jack and Water, and the bartender says, "Oh, the guy next to you is drinking a Jack and Water," and I turn to my left. Mm. It's David Lee mm-hmm. huh and I go, oh, and so <laughs> we start chatting and, right. and I was, you know, coherent and you right. know, had good things to say and smart questions that yeah. apparently didn't drive him away right away. Of course, and it got busier and busier and busier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> People started swarming and he had to leave and he said, sorry. And I said, look, I'm in the tour jacket business. I'd like to make you a jacket. And he gave me his card. Oh, this is so cool. So I made him this awesome tour jacket. Black with black. He gave Van you a Halen card on. with
3: contact information. Yeah. Huh?
0: Yeah. Nope. His office wow. on Sunset Strip. oh, Okay. But, right. That's but still, pretty cool. Yeah. So, gave me the card. So, I get this Van Halen jacket. It's a black velvet jacket with a black embroidered VH on the back for Van Halen nice. and his name in black embroidery. So, it's subtle, would be the understatement of that. <laughs> right. And we made those jackets for the Roxy, which had the Rocking Horse R, the mm-hmm. red R. That's cool. And uh, anyway. So I made this jacket, had it made about a couple of weeks later, and I take it to the said office on Sunset Strip. Well, of course, he's not there. No. <laughs> it's, of not course, not it's like 11. He's not working he, away. He's not, a, he's, he's not awake yet. you know. He, <laughs> hadn't, he hadn't finished partying from the night before. All right. <clears throat> so the girl says, <clears throat> I said, I'm here. I met Mr. Roth at the Rainbow. He said to bring this jacket to him, and uh, I'd like to see him and give it to him. She said, well, he's not here. I'll take it and give it to him. I was like, well, I really... I'd really like to give it to him myself. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't going to happen. So finally, reluctantly, I said, all right. I, I gave her the jacket. So anyway, about two weeks later, I'm at the rainbow again and there's Dave sitting at this half circle table yeah. uh, in the, in the main dining room downstairs at the rainbow bar and grill on Sunset Script. And so I idle over and start talking to one of the guys that's with him, and I'm trying to kind of weasel my way in and hoping that he remembers who I am and that the whole jacket thing. And finally, I kind of sit down on the edge of the half-circle seat, and I'm talking to some guy to my right who doesn't know if I belong there or not. And finally, this big, burly – burly is about the only way I can Uh describe it – bouncer-type guy (laughs) – who must be Dave's security guard? Right, comes and taps me on the shoulder and he says, "It's time for you to go." Oh you're, no, you're, you're making Mr. Roth uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and I was heartbroken, and uh I got over of it. Yeah, of yeah, course, right. You know, the but, jacket, uh, but don't you remember you the jacket? Them? So. Uh, so anyway, um that's my David Lee Ross story. Very that good. I've told how many times now? I don't a couple if I, What if I get it wrong and like misquoted or something and somebody's gonna write in and say, you know, we heard you tell that story four times and right, right, a right. fifth time. that will be good. So it must be a lie. <laughs> exactly, right. or it, it changes, it changes it. a little bit yeah. every time. It really wasn't David Lee Roth; it was uh, Kevin De of Quite Riot. That's so funny. Remember,
3: <laughs> you got thrown out.
0: But yeah, it, well, just asked to leave the table. Well, you so. would have gotten thrown out <laughs> I, if I yeah. didn't. Leave. If I didn't leave the right. table, I would have gone out on my head. You know. And we became friends with Mario Magliari, who ran the Rainbow and the Whiskey and mm. Roxy. And Mario became a really good friend, and he got us. Free backstage t- tickets to Missing Persons and The Pretenders, nice. and all these shows at the Roxy back in the day, and the mm-hmm. whiskey. And it was uh, the whiskey was the how I, I met Mario, and it's a whole other story about seeing Hart there. But anyway, when we return, I we might get trin- back to I cars. I gotta start drinking. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, it's like can meet some people. <laughs> when we return, we'll get back to talking about cars. We'll see you in a couple minutes.
3: Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor.
4: It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back with the Classic Mall Podcast from Classic Mall Studio. Just saw Alyssa Bainbridge, our spokesperson. Story? She's here today, yeah. former Miss Pennsylvania. She says she's busier than ever still. She's rocking. She's got all kinds of speaking engagements and all that cool stuff. So good for her. She's a a great person. And just, we've been really enjoyed working with her and uh, she's going to be here and help us with the auction coming up September the 15th. Mm -hmm. And uh, she'll be here. uh, I don't know, interviewing people and talking to people about the auction and, and filling all kinds of roles and, and looking better than most of us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah we'll limit the, the auction to 125 cars. And the reason we're doing that is we're not trying to get into the auction business. We just want to sell a few cars. And and, and and if we sell too many cars in one day or two day auction, mm-hmm. we have a very hard time getting that inventory back up to our par level or, you know, our amount that we need in order to make this profitable. We need a certain amount of cars in the building in order to sell a certain percentage of those. And therefore to pay the lights and you and J.R. Sure. And Kathy and electricity and, all that other stuff. So, we certainly want to be able to do that, and we don't want to sell too many cars because it'll be an awesome day. <laughs> it'll be for a, a you know a rough couple of months afterwards because it's not like we're going across the country and doing auctions all over the country. Mm-hmm. We do them all in the same location, and we know that we can. If we sell two hundred cars in one day, it would take us at least two months to get that back. Mm-hmm. Plus the fact that we'd still be selling cars. So,
3: sure, uh, we're just thinning the herd.
0: We're thinning the herd. Did I tell you about my nightmare with AT and T? No. Oh my gosh! Don't ever call and order a phone online. Uh, <laughs> it is a nightmare. I mean, I was on the phone literally about three and a half hours Ugh, uh, over two days, and getting wrong information from people, mm. trying to trade in a phone, mm-hmm. and getting the runaround. And they make—I don't understand why everything, everything that they speak to you about requires. 12 sentences that were unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's like when it's just get to the point, stop thanking me for calling you. You've thanked me 27 times.
3: Yeah. And would you like to take the survey? No, the the I'm call? not
0: taking the survey because I've been <laughs> on here long enough. And then they sent me this and then do that. And then finally the phone, and then they didn't do it. it uh, was
3: you've just, got, you've got cars to move. You can't uh, spend three hours. I, on the you phone. cannot.
0: And mm-hmm. that was over two days. It was like an oh. hour the first day. Yeah, I've been there 30 minutes the next after that. And then the next day was like another hour. And mm-hmm. It was like. And, you know, the reason you call online or you go online to do it is because you know how long it takes if you go into the AT&T store. It's always a line of people, and it always takes a while. You know, the person's there, and, mm-hmm. and they're helping somebody else, and you know it's going to take them an hour, so you're just sitting there waiting, and then you got to get all your stuff downloaded, and it never downloads as quick as you'd like it to. And so anyway, uh not a pleasant event, so the next phone that I buy, uh, I'm going to go in person, and if they don't rectify it and make it a little bit lighter process, then there's other
3: fish in the sea. Sure there is. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, no. So,
0: get it together. Going AT&T. To look, Come on, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cuz I used to love, you know, grading somebody based on their customer service. That's right. You know, it's a good way to tell if uh, how if somebody does something the right way or the wrong
3: way. I thought about being one of those um I don't know what they call them. Secret like, chopper? So, um, yeah, like, uh, super, yeah, exactly. Undercover secret chopper yeah. and, and then report on the customer service. I'd be real good at that. Yeah, I think I would be I'm too.
0: very critical. Yeah, I'm very critical and I remember all that and I know the mm-hmm. right thing to say and mm-hmm. I know how to say it. And, you know, you have incidents with companies and, and that's okay. Listen, things happen, things go wrong in business. It's how they handle them once it happens. And you're almost better off to do business with somebody that you have had a problem with. Versus somebody that everything's just been smooth sailing, because if something does go wrong, then it can be, mm-hmm. you know, then you really find out what kind of company you're dealing with. Right. And, you know, we do our best and we make mistakes and, and we do our best to make people happy when we do make mistakes and try to do the right thing. Um, so anyway, AT&T, get it together. Yeah,
3: wake up. Wake up. Come or, on. Or sponsor the show. One of the,
0: yeah. one of the two. Yeah, if you sponsor the show, I'll never say anything bad about you because they're the best. I'm sorry. I don't know what I was saying. It's like when you ask somebody, have you seen that uh, movie, uh, Oppenheimer? And you go, man, it was really good. And you go, yeah, I saw it and I didn't care for it. And the person that said it was really good says, yeah, me neither. <laughs> you just agree. <laughs> just agree to everything. So, but, so I understand that you're not, I found this out. You're not a formula one.
3: Not not an F one guy. No, one guy. Was no. it too early I, for you I don't on know.
0: Sunday?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Just never, uh
0: never appealed to.
3: Never you. did it. I mean, I like Indy and I like IMSA, yeah. but uh, for some reason, F one just never. uh Maybe I haven't seen one in person. That's that, that's the problem. That helps. Yeah,
0: uh, I've seen Long Beach once, mm. uh Indianapolis once, and then we're going to go to COTA, which is Circuit of the Americas, coming up. uh I don't know this year or next year. We're mm-hmm. going to the to the race there. We've decided we really want to go to Monaco. And my son Garrett, who works for us here mm-hmm. and uh my wife Kathy, we've gotten into it as well, too. So now she has to get up extra early on Sunday to make us, you know, biscuits and gravy right. before we watch Formula One. Which is the preferred food of Formula One. is, is it, biscuits and it, gravy. It, oh, yeah. Like they've ever heard of biscuits and yeah, gravy. That's more of a NASCAR. When well, they have you ever if you ever watch Drive to Survive, it, it shows the behind the scenes of Formula One and all the inner workings. And when those guys order breakfast, you know, I'll take Crisp rye toast, so crisp that when you snap it, it breaks evenly in half. (laughs) I'd like a poached egg, but it can only be poached to Uh. 1,100 degrees. You know, I mean, they are so particular about what they eat. But, you know, that's how, I mean, I'm sure they have a regimented diet that they have to follow every single thing. Mm -hmm. They have to eat on the thing, but it's really unbelievable. But anyway, the problem with Formula One this year is that a lot of people in the U.S. of A, uh, we're never Formula One fans, and they've, uh, as of late, become Formula One fans mm-hmm. uh, for a number of reasons. Um, but mostly because Circuit of the Americas has been successful, and then also because now they're doing a race in Vegas and in Miami. Um, but the problem is, is that Max Verstappen has won ten of the twelve races so far, and mm-hmm. the other two mm-hmm. wins are his teammates, Sergio Perez. Okay, so they're dominating. So Red Bull has run won all twelve races this year. Nobody else has won a race, and so. You know, I mean, that's a stranglehold. Yeah.
3: You know, it gets boring after a while. I,
0: I, I, that was my point, uh-huh. is that – and then Max, you know, he takes off, and he's 40 seconds ahead of everybody. Mm. You know, in a NASCAR race, you know, you got 22 guys clumped up at the end mm-hmm. fighting for, for the battle because they make it that way. Formula One, if you're the leader, you get less airtime than the guy in eighth or ninth place because right. the battle is eighth or ninth. Yeah. And a lot of these teams, like McLaren, Alpha Tari and mm. all these different teams, they know they're not going to be first or second. So they're fight, they, so they're high fiving when they get seventh place because mm-hmm. they're in the mid pack guys and they're, that's a win to them.
3: That's, that's where the race
0: Seven, is. Yeah. That's yeah. where the real race is. Yeah. And they have DRS, which is uh, a drag reduction system, which basically they open up your rear spoiler mm-hmm. and there's are certain areas of the track that you get that, but you have to be one second or less behind the guy in front of you okay. in order for it to activate. Mm-hmm. And it adds about 15 miles per hour to the car. Wow. So it makes it f- for interesting again in the back. In the meantime, Max Verstappen is long gone. He's sipping a latte, uh, yeah, right. in the winter circle and they're still racing. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. So, but anyway, um.
3: When's that technology going to translate to passenger cars though? Where you can just flick a switch and get 15 miles an hour.
0: I, yeah, I would think that'd be that, cool. That would be very cool. I think we'll have to come up with that. Yep. I think that sounds like they're it. working on it. Let's get into this. All right. So, um, so this will maybe be still relevant or not when this airs, but you know, the mega millions is at one point. $1,250,000,000. That's, right.
3: that's insane.
0: So what would be the first thing that you would buy if you want?
3: Oh, wow. Uh, some of the cars in here, actually. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that International Harvester back there. The, the
0: Scout? Yeah. Do you like that?
3: Huh? I mean, I would, I'd definitely go through this place and pick out some cars,
0: for sure. I, I have a feeling that I would go absolutely crazy and buy cars. Yeah. I would. I think I would have to set aside a certain amount of money yeah. and say, once I've spent that, that's it. But one Billion, yeah.
3: 250 million. No. yeah, I think you clear three hundred thousand out of that after the government gets no, three hundred thousand. <laughs> three hundred million. Yeah, three hundred million.
2: <laughs> so you can't even think of that no, after
3: zero. Uh, I Nine know it's three hundred thousand. I wasn't get. I wasn't joking. It's like they take, you know, especially if you win in California where they take sixty percent. But anyway, uh, I, that I, would be that'd be cool. Yeah, no, I I definitely thought about that. It's always cars. Cars are number one. I need I would need to build a garage. Also, obviously, for uh, well, you, I think storage. you could
0: afford to do that. Yeah, that'd be so,
3: that'd be the thing to do with the money.
0: My, my, my calculator on my phone won't even go to 1.25 billion. No, it doesn't.
3: <laughs> they don't, I don't think it does. Uh,
0: oh, that's 125 billion. No wonder. Uh, it'll give you an error on there. I think the after taxes is like 480 million. Yeah. Which you'd have clear
3: to live on that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> would you buy something crazy car wise, or would you sure. buy? A re, I mean, like a million dollar? Yeah, car? I would buy a,
3: a Pagani, yeah, Huayra, something like that, and then and then all the everything I've always wanted, and yeah. every car I've always had. Right, You'd go have back, to have go that. back and yeah. get them. You know,
0: I'd have the nine eighteen Spider uh, Porsche. Which nice, kind of high up on my list. Right, so I'd like to have, and certainly an expensive Ferrari. I think yeah, one I'd of buy, the would
2: buy a Ferrari and then just park it at the grocery
3: store. <laughs>
0: Yeah, willy-nilly. Yeah. Who cares? There's a know?
3: 550 for sale right now somewhere. Somebody sent it to me, a Porsche 550 yeah, spider, and yeah. It was one of the original ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: or how about a Carrera, a little 356 Carrera yeah, GT? sure. Those are 800 to a million. Mm-hmm. And I would buy
2: my first car that we have here. Which is what? 63 Falcon Sprint. Oh, that's right. You had it over yeah. at mm-hmm. Hollywood Casino. That's right. Except for two red stripes on the hood, top, and trunk, right? That's my first car. Well, that's, that's
0: closer than most. Most people say I had a car just like that, except mine was green and it was a four door. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> well, my what? first car. That's no, great. that was it. So yeah.
2: that's that's the first one. Even if I win a hundred thousand dollar lottery, I'm,
0: right? You know the- that. Would, well, yeah, because that's a reasonably priced car. You can buy one of those. Probably the best one in the world. You can buy for twenty grand. Right. That's the problem when people win the million dollar lottery. Is their after tax take home is six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars? They go buy a four hundred thousand dollar house, right. a couple hundred thousand it's dollars worth the cars, then they get the tax bill. <laughs> and you know what is it that nightmare lottery nightmare or what? Oh yeah, show yeah, that's yeah. On? yeah, that's
2: right. Well, that's like the uh, the Mecham auction in Harrisburg a few years ago. I had a ninety three Olds Cutlass convertible, and it just got to the point where it was leaking so much it just had to go, <laughs> and the tranny was slipping, right. some other things. So I donated it and. So I was looking for a hard-top convertible, and I happened to put it on uh, the Mecum and they had a, a G6, the Pontiac, a yeah. uh, little mm. smaller, mm-hmm. uh, like a Chevelle. The uh, Oprah car. Size, yeah, and it was a hard-top convertible. Right. And it went for like $7,000. Yeah. And I was So, you know, I, we have inexpensive cars to get started with.
0: Yeah, and, and, and we have and lots of people it. who do that. I mean, we have people that come in and start out buying maybe a Corvair mm-hmm. or something inexpensive, an El Camino. As we talked about our ranchero and then they kind of progress their way up the ladder, you know, and that's, I love watching that progression. It's fun to watch a customer come in and become kind of a a lifetime customer and they'll come in and buy something and then they'll bring it back to us. We'll sell it. They'll buy Mm -hmm. something just a little more expensive and just keep climbing their way kind of up the ladder until they get to the one that, you know, maybe their dream car was a 69 Chevelle and too much money to spend at the beginning. But if you can buy one, drive it for six months. Flip it, make a little bit of profit, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, keep parlaying that into more. Sure. And that's fun to watch. And
3: And then you have the other uh, angle where, uh, and this happened last week, a couple walked in here, fell in love with a car. They're semi-retired. They want to start going to car shows. They've never, you know, shown a car at a car show. Fell in love with a car here, bringing it home. They're going to start going to car shows together, and it's a
0: whole hobby. You know, and, and and the coolest part about that is, is they walked in here not anticipating buying a car at all. They right. just walked in here right. just looking around. Mm-hmm. And I remember that used to happen in 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 Branson mm-hmm. when we had our places that people would say, you know, we really want to buy this car. We don't have our checkbook with it. I mean, yeah. we weren't expecting right. it. We didn't come on vacation to buy a car. But you think about when somebody's on vacation. Yep. You're in a good mood. You're yeah. on vacation. Right. You obviously got a little bit of money, yep. right? Or, you know, you're not destitute. That's right. You're on vacation. And, you know, hey, there's the car we always wanted, the 65 Mustang. Or the, yep. And people used to just, I mean, it was fun to watch. And it was, you know. Business-wise, uh-huh. it was a lot of fun to watch when somebody say, I'll take that one. Never. Well,
3: the, the first question is, what do we do if we were interested in a car? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, <laughs> well, you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you walk away like the pizza guy, right? Exactly. When we return, we'll tell more about the pizza guy <laughs> we, on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Don't forget to visit us our website, ClassicAutoMall.com.
1: When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com.
4: It's a museum, it's a showroom, it's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Back with the Classic Automobile Podcast from Classic Automobile Studios in beautiful Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Uh, there is a drag strip in Tennessee that you can buy in in Rogersville, Tennessee, called Cherokee Race Park. And it's in kind of the northeast corner of of uh, Tennessee near Bristol, mm-hmm. Johnson City. What's the other? Kingsport, where my dad's from. Right. Um, built in 1975. It's on 31 acres. Five hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars. Not too bad. Eighth mile track. It used to be a quarter mile track. So mm-hmm. let's go buy a drag
3: strip. Well, don't you need insurance too?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't imagine what the insurance I, I, is. I drag I'm certain be. you need some <laughs> type of insurance. Well,
3: somebody. That's a pretty reasonable price, though, for the for the land. For
0: 31 acres. Yeah. And, and you know, but yes, uh, insurance has to be. I mean, I'm sure there's waiver upon waiver upon waiver that you sign mm-hmm. when you go to a drag strip and run you know, 350 miles an hour down the the straight in a, in a missile Yeah, right. um, that, yeah, there's probably some insurance (laughs) requirements, some overhead, (laughs) a little bit over
3: track cleaning and oil pickup and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Those things, I mean, they don't even run, they don't even run a quarter mile in the top fuelers anymore. They don't run a thousand feet Mm -hmm. and those things are just, they're so loud. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how those guys sit in those cars day after day, you know, week after week. And they're not just completely deaf. I mean, I guess they are. Like John Force. What?
2: Speaking of John Force, happened to hit across the drags and uh, this past weekend on TV and I didn't realize that they didn't run a full quarter any longer.
0: You know what's so funny about that is that I was talking to some guy at the at the uh, drag strip a couple of years ago and uh I said to him I said uh, what's that thing doing the quarter and he goes, "We don't run a quarter anymore." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Okay, what do you? I didn't know. It's yeah. a thousand feet. So. And
2: you talk about the drivers, but I always think about the guy standing next to the car with the headers blowing oh, the exhaust into God. him. And even if they're wearing headphones or ear protection, they're just breathing the exhaust. Oh, my I, I gosh. Know, how do these guys? The,
0: the guy who does the Christmas tree, which is the starting light mm-hmm. thing that looks like a Christmas tree with two cars beside him. And now they run four yeah in right. yeah. some of the tracks, which, I mean, Listen, Madness. you really need that much loudness in your life and that much thunder. I mean, it literally will give you a heart attack. They go, you want to, they, they offered me to be an honorary starter at Maple Grove one time. And I'm like, I'm not going to stand there. No. I don't care. That's a stand. dangerous place. That's a dangerous place. Although, you know, the guy's still there every yeah, year. It
2: goes a little squirrely and the <laughs> rear end wipes out or a know?
0: blower takes yeah. off. And yeah. that's, you know, they have straps on those blowers now. Oh, sure. From yeah. launching into the air. Of course. And of course, you know, you can't. In Bristol, which is Thunder Valley, which is a drag strip up close to where this place we're talking mm-hmm. about, Cherokee Race Park, is um, uh they – you can – the fence line is right on the edge of the, of the track. So most tracks, they have a buffer of grass yes. and area in between mm-hmm. uh the fence line and then the actual track itself. Bristol, you're right on the track. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. within, you know, a f- three feet of the wow. car. And it is loud and it's – that methane hitting your eyes and the smell. And so
3: this track is close to...
0: Close to, to there, yeah, huh, so yeah, yeah. Maybe so that's why they're out of business. You're competing with you know, the, the, <laughs> the big boy. Band, the big, big, boy, big boy, boy, yeah. So, um, I was reading also about a barn find Plymouth that was parked 83 years ago. They squirted some stuff down in the cylinders. They put some fuel mm-hmm. in it, put a battery to it, and it fired it. Unbelievable.
3: Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Well, <coughs> excuse
0: me. We always say,
3: yes, there you go.
0: <laughs> that was almost a half a cough. Um, we always say that if it ran when it parked, it generally will run again. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have cars that have been here for six or seven years, uh, sitting in our building barn finds that with a little, you know, Marvel mystery oil down in mm-hmm. the cylinders and uh, a little bit of fresh fuel and uh, a battery, yep, uh, they will usually start right up. It's pretty amazing. I, I was, I'm always surprised at that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and coming up uh if we were talking about auctions uh Monterey is coming up in a couple of weeks uh, end of middle part of the end of August and uh man they've got some amazing cars bonhams mm-hmm. has got a 1967 Ferrari 412 P mm-hmm. Berlinetta that's probably going to sell for if it sells it's got a reserve on it I'm certain north of 40 million. wow and then a 1951 Ferrari 212 Export Barchetta mm-hmm. and that thing is probably I don't know 3 million 2 or 3 million for head, it. It's crazy. You ever remember the Rush song, Red Barchetta?
3: No. <laughs> what,
0: what can I talk to you, you about?
3: You, listen, movies, this wasn't on the uh, application when I <laughs> applied for this it was job. Cars. You, didn't, you didn't ask me about <laughs> music Rush. and
0: Rush and Van yeah, Halen. Right. And, and movies and movies. Yeah, right, I get right. you. On you those. just
3: assumed because I was an actor at one point that yeah. I would know everything.
0: <laughs> so uh, your IMDB? <laughs> yeah. <I don't laughs> it doesn't exist. I don't even know what that means. Uh, it's, Independent Movie uh, database. database. Yeah.
3: Is that that is that? How I
0: was pretty. Good, I don't know if it's independent know. movie. Oh, but.
3: internet internet movie movie
0: data, data database. Movie database. Yeah. yeah. There's our friend Pastor Weed coming in. Pastor yeah. we seen Weed. Pastor Weed. Well, he's got, got a, got a se- show September, coming September. September, I think, I think is our next show mm-hmm. with uh, Pastor Weed. What a great guy puts on some great shows. Yep. Yeah. Rush had a song called "The Red." Bart. Okay. Cheta And it was a song about uh, uh, the, the, a guy who's singing the song. His uncle has a, a farm, mm-hmm. and and he bought a car before the motor law and he, uh, the the nephew or grandson ro- rode the turbine freight train out there and hid from the eyes uh-huh. and got out and drove the Red Barchetta. They found some fuel somewhere and huh. drove it, and this is the future when cars were outlawed. Okay. There was no such thing as combustion engine cars, which, hmm. wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> right. It may be coming to. So anyway, if you haven't listened to the Rush, the Red Barchetta, then you're missing a really good song. Rush was another one of my favorite bands back in the day, a yes. three-piece band. Yes, it
3: was. Yeah. They were great. Are you going to Monterey?
0: Uh, No, I'm not. Mm. Um, We are, it's too busy. It's too hard. Mm. And you really got to go for about seven to 10 days if you're going to really go to Monterey. There's so many events Mm -hmm. and and lifestyle type events, and then the auctions and then car shows and all that. And uh, RM has got an amazing collection of barn fine Ferraris that were uh, in some kind of weather related accident. I don't know if it was a tornado. And they did some serious damage. They have a fifty four Ferrari five hundred Mondial Spider on a pallet. It looks like that MG (laughs) that we have here. That's basically just some parts, and it's bent in the middle. Oh God! The estimate on that is one point two to one point six. Sure. So you're basically just buying the serial number. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I think. I mean, I don't know that there's any part on it that is reusable. But it's original. But it's original, yeah. and uh, and then there's some. I mean, you know, some are over two million dollars mm. for these barn finds. Just amazing. And then uh, they've got one of my favorite cars, uh, the '73 BMWs 3.0 CSL. Nice. Which I love. Yeah, they're those. cool. They, they are so cool. cool. They look like a shark. The Batmobile. They call shark them. the shark nose. No, shark nose, but they look like a Batmobile. The mobile. Batmobile. That's right. Yeah, eight hundred to thousand to one wow, million. They've the really estimate. come up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they were. They were two hundred grand mm-hmm. back when I was saying, God, I can't believe they're two hundred grand. <laughs> exactly. Now. You know, yeah. gosh, why didn't I buy one when they were forty? They are, high. but I didn't have forty grand then. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. In I 19- mean, I would have bought the three Pantera's <laughs> when they were <laughs> twenty. Yeah, they were twenty for a long. Pantera's long time. were twenty. That was just the number for yeah. whatever reason. A seventy-one Pantera, yep. seventy-two Pantera, they were twenty grand, mm-hmm. and that went from nineteen eighty to probably 2000 <laughs> Three years ago yeah, not that long ago and then all of a sudden panteras got hot <laughs> they did they're temperamental they're, yeah, they, yeah you know, there's all all kinds I, of issues with I them. drove one in LA did I tell that too is that another story that I told about oh yeah, tell, yeah, yeah you
3: did yeah <laughs> so Darn it. Is it your boss's, your yeah, boss's Pantera? Yeah. yeah. And the X, uh, an too, I an think, XJS too? An XJS
0: and a 928 See? Porsche. See? A five speed, the dog leg. I'm which waiting I for have. my boss
3: to, to <laughs> let me lend me his cars. Oh
0: shoot, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, uh, 3.0 CSL at RM's auction, yeah. 800 to 1. Uh, a 72 Ferrari 365 GT2 Daytona Spider mm-hmm. by Skyetti, mm-hmm. 2.8 to 3.2 million. Sure. And then a two thousand one Ferrari five hundred and fifty, which I love the Marinello, but this is a Marinello Pro Drive. Oh, it's a it's race car, race car. Driven, race yeah. Driven, yeah. Eight to nine point five wow. million. That's insane. I don't, I'm not quite sure why. If anybody knows, let Maybe me know. Maybe that's provenance. And, or something. and then a D Type Jaguar four point five to five point wow. five million of nineteen fifty. Very car, cool right. car. And then Broad Arrow Auction has got a 1993 Vector. Hmm. Remember those? Sure, yeah. Yeah, that Jerry Weingarten or whatever.
3: 1.5
0: to 2 million That's the prototype. Wow. Oh, the prototype. Yeah.
3: Wow, interesting.
0: And then they've got a McLaren Elva, which is a 2021 McLaren. Mm -hmm. no top on it. This thing is just crazy fast and crazy rare and, you know, all these Mm -hmm. hyperdrive and da-da-da-da-da. 2.2 to 2.5 million. Ninety-five Ferrari F fifty. I would like to have bought one of these sure. when they first came out. When you win the billion or grand, that, that'll be now your... they're four to four and a half million. Amazing! But the one I'm really anxious to see is the 2007 Porsche RS Spider Evo race car, mm. five to six million. Mm-hmm. And then Meekum, our friends at Meekum have a 1937 Mercedes Benz 540K Special Roadster from the Don Williams collection. Don Williams was one of the innovators in the hobby and one of the first uh, collector car guys with Tom Barrett and mm-hmm. and, and And Jackson and Dean Cruz back in the day, and all those guys that were uh, the beginning of this hobby, if you will. And this 1937 540K Special Roaster was in his collection, 3.5 to 4.5 million. Uh, Meekham's also got a 275 GTB for Ferrari, 3.5 to 3.8 million, Mm -hmm. and then the Piste de Resistance, a 1970 GMC Jimmy. Ninety to a hundred thousand—that's <laughs> insane. Is
3: that crazy? It must be super, like a low mileage original.
0: Yeah, and, and or just a perfectly restored. That's amazing. You know, and you know, it's funny. You see these cars, you know, like a GMC Jimmy or the '80s Mercedes. You know those AMG mm-hmm. Mercedes from the '80s with mm-hmm. all the with all the F- flares, flares. Yeah. And all. So when I lived in Miami in nineteen eighty-five, eighty-six, eighty-seven. Of course, the car to have was an AMG 500 SEL Mercedes, Mm -hmm. and it had the gold wheels and the gold body and the (laughs) flares and the engine, and then they made SLs that were that way. I mean, the cars you used to see back in Miami in the day were, you know, kind of gaudy Mm -hmm. in a way. Sure. Uh, but they were those 90s cars. I mean, that was what was cool back then. And, uh, and we used to see them, you know, all over the place. I mean, you'd be surprised how much wealth is in South Florida. I mean, look at the cars, Mm -hmm. the boats condos now, mm-hmm. uh, our buddy, Michael Deser, who builds those condos in Sunny Isle Beach, the, the Porsche design tower with the Deservator that takes your car up to your floor, mm-hmm. 70 stories, which would be nerve-wracking to me. I, I'm not a big heights guy. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm not living in the penthouse of, on the 70th exactly. floor. That doesn't, I'm going to live on the second floor. <laughs> if I need to jump, I want to know that maybe I'll just break a foot.
3: Yeah, I just want a ranch house, <laughs> one level.
0: You don't know, <laughs> want a basement?
3: Yeah, basement is okay, but I don't want no stairs. I don't
0: need. (laughs) Getting old. Getting old. Yeah. That's what, you know, most people, you know, think, hmm, maybe we should put our master bedroom on, <laughs> on the first floor.
3: <laughs> that's why all those in-law suites are on the first
0: floor. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Cause they, you know, and, but you could get one of those chairs that you go up the stairs. Sure. You in, could. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause that well, doesn't make you feel old. Not at all. That hearing aid and a, cane, <laughs> and a cane. But if you get a cane, you want to get the kind that's got the, the, the articulating bottom. Oh, so, sure. you know, it's got the three little suction cups. Yeah, the <laughs> cane.
3: Yeah. Three or four. <laughs>
0: And then you need one of those clappers yeah, and yeah. a thing around your neck that you can clap my on God, and clap you're on. You're really thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. We right. had
2: a stair chair at our house uh, for my father-in-law. Right. And But it actually really helped, like, when you're taking a heavy suitcase down the stairs or <laughs> you something. Just kinda... You use it to shuttle
0: <laughs> items. And it's a good babysitter for the kids sometimes. Yeah, just to let true. them go crazy yeah. on the... Uh, uh, on don't the don't cut
2: your hand off there in the track.
0: <laughs> Please be careful. Don't, don't have any... Li- like a scarf on <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, when we return next week, um, we're going to have another guest on. I sure. Think, I can't remember who it's going to be, but I know we actually have somebody other than me and you.
3: You do have it's somebody just, lined up, yeah, which I think is we great. I have
0: somebody lined up, which will be awesome. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Don't forget to go to our website, classicautomall.com. If you got any questions, podcast at classicautomall.com. We'll see you next time.
1: You've been listening to the Classic Auto Ball podcast with your host Stuart Howden, executive producer Steve Safire, produced and engineered by yours truly J.R. Russ. Thanks for listening and sharing the Classic Auto Ball podcast. Available on classicautoball.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Music courtesy of the Pat Travers Band, produced by Car Smarts Media, copyright 2023. All rights reserved.